Welcome to the Gerald Brooks Leadership Podcast, a deep dive into biblical leadership with pastor and author, Dr. Gerald Brooks. Hi, this is Gerald Brooks. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. Before we jump into the podcast, I just want to say thank you to all of you that have made a point to come to one of the roundtables. Um, the roundtables have just gone so well this year. It's been one of those moments that when you create a leadership environment with great leaders in the room, and then you begin to uh, teach leadership, it just begins to explode. And so I'm grateful to all of you that have come to one of the roundtables over the last several months. I do want to mention to some of you, there's some other leadership events coming up. On June the 11th, I'll be in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I will be doing leadership training for uh, just church uh, people and church leaders, and that's on June the 11th in Las Cruces. I will also be doing leadership training in New Braunfels, Texas on June 25th. And then in Roanoke, Virginia on July 9th. If you want to bring your leadership team to any of these events, I'm telling you they're about two-hour events. They happen on a Saturday morning. Uh, You can come in and you can be a part. If you want to know more about these, you can call my office and talk to Katie Palmer. She'll tell you the exact location. They're usually uh, in the morning and they're two hours and it's a great moment of just communicating leadership. Hey, today I want to talk to you about the transitions of leadership, the transitions of leadership. When I talk about the transitions of leadership, what I'm saying is this, leaders know how to transition. Simply put, they know how to change. If you're going to be a leader, you know how to change. You know how to change three things. You know how to change yourself. You know how to create an environment to change others. And you know how to change your organization. See, leaders understand transitions are a part of the leadership journey. And because they're a part of the leadership journey, they know that they have to be able to implement on a leadership level where they change themselves, change others, and change organizations. Now, what I want to do is I want to walk you through some of the transitional changes leaders make, just some of the transitional changes leaders make. And as we sort of set this up, let me begin with this. Here's one of the things leaders know. Leaders realize transitions start at the top. Transition doesn't start at the bottom and work its way up. Transition starts at the top and it works its way down. So a leader understands that the nature of life is there will be transitions. The game doesn't stay 
the same. Man, if you've led over the last 24 months, you know that. If you've led spiritually, you know that. If you've led naturally, you know that. If you've led in a large organization, you know that. Or you've just led in a small organization, you know that. Uh, The game doesn't stay the same. Sometimes the board that you've been playing on gets picked up. All the pieces get thrown off. They take the board, they throw it away, and they say, okay, let's play the game now. And that's what happens in leadership. Sometimes the game doesn't stay the same. And you've got to understand that as things change, you have to change. Nothing is static. Nothing is static. You may take a photo and that photo may be great for that moment. But as soon as you walk away, everything is beginning to change. So let me just talk to you about leadership transitions. Leadership transitions. Here's one of the first transitions. It's so important. Transitioning from a player to a coach. Transitioning from a player to a coach. See, everybody who leads at some times was a player. They may have played on their team. They may have played on some other team, but they were a player. But if you're going to lead and lead effectively, you make the transition from being a player to a coach, from being a player to a coach. Now, I say that to you because making that transition is just so important. It's the transition that Moses had to make in Exodus 18. When Jethro came in and he looked at him and he said, hey, you're doing something. It's going to cause hurt. It's going to cause pain for you. It's going to cause hurt and pain for others. And therefore, you've got to transition. And you need captains over 10, over hundreds, over thousands, over 10,000s. And what was Jethro saying to him? You need to transition from a leader as a player to a leader as a coach. You may not be in on every play, but you're going to coach the people who are in on every play. So let me just talk about this transition. Zig Ziglar, boy, uh, he was such a magnificent leader, but his leadership was magnificent for this reason. He had a value. Zig's value was this, help others get what they want, and you will end up getting what you want. See, he understood that that being a player wasn't enough. See, when you're a player, it's about you. But when you're a coach, it's about others. And if you help others get what they want, one day you will find yourself having the things that you want. So organizationally, that is true. See, humility and leadership means you realize you need others. You just realize that you need others, that you need other people, that you need other people's help, you need other people engaged. To do your best means that you help others do their best. Get it. To do your best, you help others do 
their best. And so one of the things that you have to learn to do is clap and cheer for others. So in my organization, I have this fantastic team of young people. And one of those team members is Jesse Prince. Another one's Cody Brooks. And what I can tell you is I love watching them succeed. See, when my son Cody played baseball and he hit a home run, I was the one who was most excited. Now, I wasn't at the plate. I wasn't trying to time the ball. I wasn't swinging the bat. But do you know what? I clapped and cheered for him. I was the most obnoxious dad in the stand. Did you see what my son did? And see, when you become a coach, you become excited about other people succeeding. You know, through the last 30 years, I've been involved as a mentor in many places, a spiritual father, and in some places as people's pastors. And I'm not talking about in my church, but I'm just talking about being a pastor to pastor. And in many of these cases, their organizations have excelled the organization that I oversee. And sometimes people look at me and they say, man, what do you feel about that? Here's what I feel about it. I clap and cheer for others. And when people that I love succeed, I am thrilled for their success. So if you are going to make this transition, you have to be able to let other people shine. You have to let other people shine. You have to let other people have a moment and applaud that moment. And it needs to be a great moment. So if you're going to understand the transitional nature of leadership, one of the main transitions is going from a player to a coach. Number two, transitions from goals to growth, from goals to growth. And see, this is the difference between impact and influence. See, impact is located near you. Influence can be far from you. See, I impact my organization, but I influence thousands of other organizations. See, I've transitioned from goals What am I trying to achieve to growth? How can I help others achieve? So let me dive into this. Goals are external. They deal with the peripheral. They deal with what's around you. But growth is internal. When you begin to go from goals to growth, you go from the outside to the inside. And what that means is goals are temporary. But growth is permanent. So when I grow, I'm codifying something. I'm sealing something inside. I'm making something permanent. But goals, they're they're temporary. My goals when I was five-year-old was different than 15 and different than 25 and different than 35 and 45, 55, 65. Why? Because goals are temporary. They deal with external, but growth is permanent. Goals focus on what you feel you need to do. But the reason growth is so important is this. Growth focuses on what you need to become. 
See, when you're young, you want to know what you should do. But when you're old, you want to know what it is you need to become. And I want so many of you to make this transition from the outside to the inside, from the temporary to the permanent, from things that you do to what you become. So two transitions, you transition from player to coach, you transition from goals to growth. Here's a third one, transition from privilege to price. Now, let me say about this transition. This transition is the most continual transition you will ever make. Because this is the transition where you're willing to give up the privileges of today and pay a price to achieve something greater tomorrow. And what I can tell you is many people think the price is too high. See, price is the number one reason people don't lead. Well, for me to lead, I'd have to give up this. For me to lead, I'd have to do this. Well, for me to lead, I'd have to think like this. What are they saying? They're saying the price is too high. And here's the thing when you've led. So I've had the privilege of leading for a period of time. I've had the privilege of being on the front line with great leaders. And here's what I can tell you. When you're starting out, the price is all there is. That's all there is, is there's a price. I've got to do something. I've got to make something happen. You don't really have a choice about the price if you're going to get in the game. You have to ante up. But price is hardest when you don't have to pay it. See, the easiest thing for me is to quit paying the price. Because I've invested for so many years in leadership that I begin to back away and say, hey, I don't need to pay the price anymore. I don't need to do anymore. In fact, at our roundtables, I do a lesson on how to do your best better. What I can tell you about that lesson is this. You're not going to do your best better unless you pay a price. See, price is what makes possibilities possible. The price is always going to be higher on the front end. You're going to feel the pressure of the price. But here's what you know. You're willing to give up today to achieve something significant. So, in life, will you transition from privilege? Right now, it's easy for me to just sit and just sort of coast. Or will you pay the price for what's next? Paul put it this way, I'm pressing on. I've not obtained, so I'm going to keep going. And what is he saying? I'm going to keep paying the price. Some people want privilege, but they do not want the price. Number four, transition from positional leadership 
to life leadership, to transition from positional leadership to life leadership. Seeing positional leadership is usually leadership that's been given to you. Someone hired you and put you in a position. You've excelled in that position. That position gives you recognition. It usually gives you a title. It usually gives you some opportunities. You have positional leadership. But life leadership is different. Because life leadership isn't a position that you hold. It's about the life that you lead. And this is about your life becoming the lesson. Your life becoming the lesson. That your example is more impactful than the words that you would ever share. Someone looks and says, I want to be like them. What are they saying? Their life. They've been an example. Their life has had an impact. When I finally face the last page of my life down here before I go to heaven. I want my life to be louder than my words. And in our society, people's words are the loudest thing. Everything on their digital footprint is louder than their lives. People who've never led Talk about being experts in things that they've never had to work through. Why? Because they have a lot of words. They just don't have much of a life. I would rather have a great life that is impactful and few words than many words and a small life. So what I want to do is I want to be like Paul. When he spoke to Timothy, be thou an example. I want people to say, hey, if you want to lead, watch there. Look over there. That's what a leader does. That's how a leader acts. That's what a leader will accomplish. So when you transition from a position you hold and leadership takes on a life that you live. Another thing is, When you transition from what to why. What focuses on what you do? Why focuses on why you do it? See, most people have a career. But if you're put here, you've been put here by God to have a calling. And for many people, they want to retire because all they've ever had is a career. They've never had a calling. Their work has never been sacred. They go to the office. They do what they do. They do it how they do it. And as a result of that, it's just their work. But work has to become sacred. And what that means is there's a divine touch that you start having a calling instead of career because it's about others and it's not about you. 
See, it's sacred that turns success into significance. See, success is what you receive. Significance is what others receive because of you. Success is what happens to you. Significance is what happens through you. And there's a lot of successful individuals who never have a life of significance. Why? It takes the sacred to take success and turn it into significance. It takes the sacred to take success and to turn it into significance. So in your life, you transition from what? What do you do to why am I here? You go from career, this is my job, to calling, this is my reason. Number six, you transition from today to tomorrow. I've never met a leader who didn't have a tomorrow mindset. Now, every leader I know does today well because they know today is the key to tomorrow. And so when they do today well, it's because they're thinking about tomorrow. They're thinking that if I plant the right seeds today, I'm going to get the right harvest tomorrow. If I do the right things today, I will achieve more tomorrow. See, as a leader, you understand the power of today is that it changes tomorrow. And when you live your life based on the scope of that. So the transitions of leadership, transitioning from a player to a coach, transitioning from goals to growth, transitioning from privilege to price, transitioning from positional to life leadership, transitioning from what to why, and transitioning from today to tomorrow. I think all of these are transitions that most of us are making, but I think it's a good analysis to sit down and to look and and to begin to focus and say, okay, how am I doing? Am I making these transitions? Are there some transitions that are harder and some transitions that are more difficult? I'm so glad to have you on the podcast because you have a desire to transition, to change yourself so that you can change others, so that this world is changed. Thank you for being that kind of person. I want to remind you on June the 11th, I'll be in Las Cruces, New Mexico. It's a Saturday. I will be there in the morning for two hours. This is totally a free event, but it will be intensive leadership training in New Bronzeville's on June 25th 
and in Roanoke on July 9th. All of these are Saturdays. They're all leadership events. You can bring anyone you want, but it's leadership intensive. We are going to challenge your leadership gifting, your leadership makeup. And if you want to know about more of that, you can call my office, 972-985-1112. Ask for Katie Palmer. She'll give you the exact locations and these communities. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to the Gerald Brooks Leadership Podcast. If you'd like more information on Dr. Brooks's books, audio, or speaking engagements, please go to geraldbrooksministries.com. 